Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, a podcast where we talk to people about how they create beauty every day. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is brought to you by HookingRugs.com, where you can get everything you need to create beautiful rugs. That's how I create beauty every day. So now, on with the show. Hi, I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick. Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day. And on my podcast today, I'm talking to Nina Elliott. And Nina, you call yourself something. What do you call yourself? I call myself the Rock Vandal. The Rock Vandal. Right on. And what exactly is a Rock Vandal? I, I you know, a couple of minutes ago, I figured you were going to ask me this. <laughs> and, uh, the truth is, I don't really have like a great answer of where I came up with the name. But um, I guess it's descriptive in that, like, I live in Newfoundland and I make street art. So, you know, very literally, I vandalize the rock. <laughs> you vandalize the rock. I'm just right. Using yarn. Yeah. Yeah. Using Mostly yarn. yarn. Yeah. 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 So people are really familiar with the term yarn bombing, which I'm like not that comfortable with because it sounds so violent when really it's such a beautiful thing, really. When it's I, true, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I remember once being in, in uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania and there was this yarn, this sign all covered in yarn and it just made me so happy. I, I didn't want to call it a yarn bombing but that's what people call it, don't they? They do, yes. I, I think like the English term is yarn storming. Yarn storming, uh, mm-hmm. And I that's think better. bombing comes from like graffiti origins okay uh, but, but I'm with you that like it it sounds it, it sounds different than what it emotes I guess when you come across one it uh, I definitely feel the same way and yeah um, you, you, you know it could be first, the fiber artist in us is like ooh, <laughs> warm and fuzzy and I then know. you hear yarn bomb yeah yeah, yeah it's so not, it's a not really term. what it is um so so you are kind of looking, I, I feel like you're looking around for something interesting and then you're making a statement through fiber art. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, I, I guess that is, yeah. Um, I'm like sometimes looking at like a space and trying to bring a contrast to that space, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a outdoor public uh, cold space uh, and you try to make I uh, try to make something warm and bring a story there yeah. Um, but yeah sometimes then it's you know I, I see uh, something some uh, there's some cultural reference that I then uh, want to bring to the space so I guess I'm looking around for interesting things both physically but then kind of um, intellectually but mm. intellectually sounds like it's very highbrow <laughs> it's not <laughs> no, no, but I mean I mean why can't why can't yarn art be highbrow like you I, I know and who wants to be highbrow I guess nobody really but I mean it can certainly be intellectual there's no question about that in my mind you're, you're yeah intellectual what I've seen you know you're, oh, thanks. You're <laughs> and you're making statements and yeah yeah for sure uh, you know, putting out your values and your beliefs and your opinions, or at least it seems to me you're making people think about values, beliefs, and opinions. Well, I definitely am. I guess, like, again, it's like 
it's layered uh but one layer is that like i'm i'm making free public art um yes. and i think that art should be accessible for people right. um part of that is that i live in outport newfoundland so i live five hours from the provincial art gallery yeah. um and so art is not uh so accessible here uh and even if i did live in the city it would still be in in a museum right, right. um so so yeah part of part of the one layer is that um you know i'm bringing art to the streets and it's for everybody yeah whether you want it or not whether you want it or not, you're getting it. <laughs> That's right. Accessibility is one layer. What's the, what's the other layer? What are the other layers? Um, I guess I part of like my uh, inspiration is like to bring. Um, uh, I guess it's tied to accessibility. So um, art for the people. And there's like a DIY element, yeah. um, like a do-it-yourself element of, again, you know, I'm, I live in Outport, Newfoundland, and um, I don't have access to fancy materials, mm -hmm. or um, I guess with the internet, I have access to like a variety of courses and uh, a community, yeah. but um, on like the physical level, I'm, I'm in a space which is like not traditionally uh, offering uh, like a creative development. Yeah. And I guess like I hesitate in saying that because of course there's such a strong folk art um, and fiber art piece in Outport Newfoundland. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess one layer is accessibility and another layer is um bringing your art to the community whether it's through the traditional means yeah of a gallery or uh, a space mm -hmm. so your space could be like a, a picket fence really couldn't it yeah. yeah yeah i like um most yarn bombers use um chain like fence yeah so uh one of my major um, idols or mentors is London Kay and she is based in New York and uh, LA uh, and she uses chain like fences to put up her yarn art um, yeah. and where I'm in Newfoundland um, we have a lot of clapboard buildings so I staple my work to to wood yeah that's mainly what uh, you do yeah yeah and what's your imagery primarily like if I what 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 are you making images of usually when you're um i've gone through a couple of phases um right now i'm like working um there's like a very kind of animal nature sort of yeah. theme so um i just made a big chicken and um i made some mummers um uh when I first started crocheting, I I started working on um, cartoon characters yeah. from my, uh, and that was like really just to prove to myself that I could crochet, so I could like sketch something and then m crochet something with likeness. Yes. So first it was cartoon characters, so like where's Waldo, 
Homer Simpson, uh, Popeye the Sailor Man, Waldo's dog and his girlfriend. (laughs) Um, And then I started kind of thinking about like immersive things. So um, like a bunch of balloons, um, butterfly wings, I did some doily wings. So like uh, I did a big UFO that had light beam coming down that you could stand in the light beam. And the idea was it appeared as if you were being transported up. Uh, Yeah. And right now, I guess I'm thinking a lot about birds. (laughs) So I did a hummingbird, like I said, a chicken. Um, Yeah, I'm working on a puffin. (laughs) What community, what uh, community do you live in now? In Newfoundland. I live in Twillingate, which is um Twillingate. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like an hour, an hour from Gander. Yeah. And about five hours from St. John's. Yeah. And uh I are you a Newfoundlander? Are you from Newfoundland? No, I'm from Hamilton, Ontario. Right. And um I uh I went to Dalhousie for um occupational therapy. And I had a friend who was on your podcast, or sorry, her mom was on your podcast. And um she had a bunch of your rugs in her house and so my first um dip into fiber arts was I got one of your kits and I rug in 2009 and so that's why it's so cool to talk to you because you're like you never know how you're going to affect people or what they're going to do with so yeah exactly what was the woman's name who was on my podcast Lily DeYoung oh oh Lily oh yeah with that yeah Oh, Lily is my good, good friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she has oh. many of your rugs all over the house. Yeah, and I thought they were so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Lily and- here this week. I, I know Lily well. So so what brought you to Twillingate as an occupational therapist? Uh, we have a hospital here. Yeah. And um, we have uh, the only rehab unit in central Newfoundland is in Twillingate. Right. So I came to work there. You did. And, and, uh, and do you still do that some? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on mat leave now. Um, yeah. So I just had my baby. Right. And I guess like the other piece is um, I'm married to a Newfoundlander. <laughs> That's another very significant piece. Yeah. It is important, isn't it? It is. It is sort yeah. of something that fastens you down there. Right. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, I mean, Newfoundlanders are everywhere. So that's what brought you to Twillingate. Now I've got to ask you, having grown up in Newfoundland myself, um, what's the reaction when you go staple that to somebody's store or their shed or, or their fish shack, like, um, are they saying that Nina Elliott's at it again? What is she yeah, at? That's, that's pretty much what goes on now. I was like really nervous when I first started doing it. So like, right. that's part of why I call myself the rock vandal because I was like, you know, I don't want anyone to know this is me. Uh, so I would do it at nighttime and like, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I was like very undercover. I thought I was being right. really bad. <laughs> um and uh somehow people did know it was me which is like a little bit weird but they knew yeah (laughs) um and uh but yeah now I I've kind of got to the point where I have like um I ask permission um and people know that you know I'm only going to put it up for a couple weeks and like Mm -hmm. in general my vibe is uh like positivity so um I always ask permission just because um I guess I think it's the respectable thing to do. Yeah. Um, but also like, um, you know, there's only so many spaces. So right. in terms of being able to continue to do it, I, I try to make it as uh, 
I guess, respectful as yeah, possible. Absolutely. Nina, do you go to other communities too? Do you go outside of Twillingate or is it all done in Twillingate pretty much? I mostly do it in Twillingate uh, for convenience. Um, I, uh, I, again, because of the like, um, the respectful piece, I wanna be able to keep an eye on it, um, put it up, make sure that like when it's up, it stays affixed. Yeah. And then take it down. So um, I have a piece up in Gander right now, which I stapled up very, 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 very securely. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping to put another piece up next time we go into Gander. But, you know, it can be a couple months before I go into Gander again. So, um, uh, you know, if if I, I guess when I visit my parents in Hamilton, I'll bring pieces and I'll put them up and I'll take them down before I leave. Yeah. That said, last time I went to Hamilton, I put up uh, three pieces and two were stolen within a week. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. Now, they wouldn't get stolen tooling gate pretty easy. No, um, but I think one got stolen this week. I'm not certain it's possible because like I've lost my visa hiking and a week later my visa shows back up at the house. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. It's possible yeah. well, ask, ask three people and someone will know where it is probably but, exactly <laughs> you know it's a little different in a bigger city right um yeah for sure. i think i i love the i love your spirit in wanting to do this yeah i love the spirit of it you know thank you what is that spirit? Say, it's, it's uh it's uh entertaining <laughs> so it's like entirely you know um i think crochet and fiber art has like kind of captivated me um and with crochet like i only use single stitch crochet yeah um and so like the the technique is very simple but i'm like constantly able to see new images and then challenge myself to make something different or make likeness or make things that are immersive so that people share it more so, um, and I think like there's a, uh, there's a spirit of like trying to connect with people too, you know, like um, particularly right now, you know, we can't, we're on lockdown, yeah. uh, like as a world. So people aren't traveling. Yeah. Um, but previously, you know, uh, I would spend, I'm here most of the year and we had a lot of tourists come to Twillingate. And so it was kind of a nice way to uh, interact with people from around the world while remaining home. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. I, that's, I like that too. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I enjoy what I do. It does give you an opportunity to, to connect. Yeah, for sure. And your kids have got to be all over the world. Yeah, they're everywhere, I think, really. We, we just ship in North America, but they make their way. Yeah. Once my, a guy I know was in Norway and he went out on the, he went out on his patio and he looked across at the next patio and someone was hooking one of my kids. No way. Yeah. So you do, but it, you know, they could be, they just, it gets everywhere, right? Like I had no idea when I was talking to you that you were going to, that you connected to fiber art through rug hooking. I had no, I had no idea that that was the case. So that makes me happy, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I still have brought you to an art, to a, to an art form, right? Because Absolutely. it's not really yeah. always about, it's not really about hooking rugs, it's about finding your way, you know? And yeah. this is one of the ways that you found. You're gonna have a wonderful time with your children doing this. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm raising little vandals. <laughs> yeah, you're raising little vandals, little rock vandals. Yeah. But respectful vandals is my hope. What is it? Respectful vandals, I'm respectful hoping. Respectful vandals, yeah. Little joyful vandals who go around <laughs> and just want to bring a smile to people's face. But, you know, I think you're in your work, you, you want to bring a smile to people's face, but you also want them to consider. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, definitely. Uh, so part of what I want to do is like surprise people, yeah. stop, you know, take a moment, you know, it's very easy to be caught up in your life and your worries and whatever is going on. Um, and so like, it excites me that I can like kind of stop someone in their tracks in finding something that they don't expect. And, and you can tell that someone's put a lot of time into it. Yeah. And like you say, you know, uh, stop and consider. So what is it that's trying to be communicated? And it might be something as simple as like, just stop and like, have a smile, you know, have a moment, enjoy the fact that you're outside. <laughs> um, but then it could be something a bit deeper. Um, yeah, so I think that street art has like a great power um, to like make happier and healthier communities but uh and it's like through it's kind of through mindfulness i guess you know to stop and and have a moment yeah and it really makes sense with your profession now that you tell me what your profession is it, yeah you know <laughs> uh, actually uh rug hooking um lillian burke who started the shedding camp movement in cape breton she was one of the first occupational therapists ever like that it's occupational therapy kind of started mainly after the war, I think, in the 40s. And, and that's right. Uh, yeah. And uh, she, she was an occupational therapist. So uh, it just, and I, I sort of feel like there's a lot of um, opportunity to physically help people through rug hooking and crochet and craft. And Absolutely. Yeah, the meditative piece of um, probably all art, um, but, you know, with rug hooking and crochet and knitting, you get this like repetitive bilateral um, yeah, hand over hand hand movement. And it's very soothing and uh, ritual. Um, and so there's a great uh, mental health piece to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, originally um, occupational therapy was very tied to rug hooking and basket weaving. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. Right. I didn't know what the basket weaving, but it's interesting. Uh, um, so, so how, like how much time a day do you spend with your hook or a week say? Um, I try to do, um, I, I guess like my, I had a daughter in September, so she's three months old now. Oh, okay. So if I can get like two hours in the evening, that's like a really good evening. <laughs> that's a lot. That's great. It's a really good evening. Yeah. Um, now she's like she's sleeping really well so I'm very fortunate so um I mean one to two hours a day would be like uh pretty good yeah, it, yeah. because normally I'm I'm working full-time so I kind of have the you know before bedtime which is kind of yeah. limited right <laughs> how much energy are, I have are you compulsive about it like uh, when you're not doing it do you be thinking about it and want to be doing it uh, I, there's definitely like a feeling, um, I would call it a compulsion, but there it's, 
there's some sort of like nervous energy that I get when I'm not working on something. So it's, it, you can probably understand that like yeah. you work on one and there's the kind of the like rise and crest of like, you get the idea, you start working on it, you're super excited. And then midway through, you're like, oh, this is never gonna work, it's terrible. And then you keep on going and you're like, okay, this is good, it's done. Great, what every piece do of now? art. That's, that's the trajectory of every piece of art, I think. Yeah. yeah. This is great, so that's, this is bad, this is okay, this is good. Yeah, yeah, so that's uh, how it goes. There is definitely some like weird energy of like, okay, I'm not doing anything. I don't have any idea. What am I gonna do next? Mm -hmm. So there's a bit of, maybe it is a bit compulsive. <laughs> I know it's not nice to say you're compulsive. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it in, in a bad way. <laughs> They're good compulsions. I do have, I've got three pieces sitting in my house right now waiting to go up. And there's again, that like nervous energy of like, you know, this, I've got to get these out. How am I going to get them out? I've got to like, you know, find the right space between having a vehicle and having a sleeping baby and having decent weather. And, uh, you know, the stars and the sun and the moon have to align for me right now. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Yeah. That will change. It's all good. It just that when you're, you know, when you first, when you first have your children, uh, art and children compete a lot with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they do. And, and I think I've talked to a lot of artists about that over the years and, I, I sometimes felt guilty because I, I look at other mothers and it was completely, they were com completely settled, but I always had this art thing that I was always nicking at my heels, you know, that I wanted to do. So a lot of artists yeah. feel that way. I think when they first have children and yeah, it's normal, I think. Yeah. And yeah, you have to, um, you have to like allow yourself some uh, space and personal time to create because it's good for you mentally. Um, but you can also like uh, give yourself a hard time for the fact that you're not, you know, 100% completely um, tied up in mothering duties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I suppose most mothers experience this in one way or another. Did, did the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, Nina, just for a few minutes is the community. So you have a community around you of other people who are doing street art with fiber. Um, yeah, so I guess like the the community is like a virtual community. Yeah. Um, I, um, in 2018 or 17, I started interviewing street artists. Mm -hmm. um, um, really to like, talk to people about their inspiration and how they got started because it's kind of like um it's not like you get invited to do street art right if you no. want to do street art you kind of have to like overcome that nerve that nervousness and do it um and it seems like a lot of people are doing it and uh, people are doing um really cool great variety of things you know um I guess like when I think street art, I guess most people would like have Banksy as a reference for street art. And he's a, he uses stencils uh, for the most part and, and makes his art, but um, people can use grass or light or paper or tape or um, rocks. And uh, that's, Instagram has been really exciting because it's like just such a visual platform. So you can like plug into street art and see this like huge world 
of what people are doing, mm -hmm. uh, how they're doing street art. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so my community, I guess my community is mostly virtual. Yeah. And uh, really based around that, you know, like how are people using fiber and yarn in different ways yeah. or, um, you know, putting their art out there as free public art. And so there's a strong community that you can connect with. Is there a community um, within the within your province, or that you or people that you can get together with in uh, in uh, not virtually, whatever that is? I don't like to say virtually, <laughs> not real life, because this feels very real between you and I. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but in uh, in yeah, actual is... in actual in the same actual in person. <laughs> in person, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. <laughs> um... I don't have any street art friends in Newfoundland, I don't think. No. Um, uh, I, you know, there's street artists in St. John's and St. Yeah. John's has like, um, uh, like quite a few murals. There's a mural um, festival and world in Botwood too, which is okay. shocking. Um, uh, so I, I don't know, I don't think, there's any other yarn bombers in Newfoundland. I like kind of think there's one other girl for sure consistently in um, Vancouver. Yeah. Um, and in terms of the artists, there isn't much of a community um, that I'm connected to. But that said, again, I'm in Twillingate. So, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're like spray paint artists probably do get together and spray paint in St. John's. Yeah. Uh, they just don't invite the crochet or <laughs> yet. <laughs> We're slow, that's the problem. It's so much slower. Yeah, I know, I know. It's quite different crochet and a great big word to go on the side of a train than it is to, you know, yeah. a long time. It's a lot of solitary yeah. work. Yeah, the, I guess the nice piece um, is that like, there's probably a little bit of a difference um, like the way it is perceived um you know if you show up with your crochet hook and your yarn versus a spray paint can I think that you'll be um welcomed differently <laughs> yeah you're not the same it's not the same vibe I wouldn't say yeah I really had fun talking to you because I I smiled a lot when I talked to you like I I did I smiled a lot because I just love I love your little wild heart that just wants to do this. I think it's- <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a good time too, this is nice. I think it adds uh, a, a lot of fun to Twillingate, I bet. And a, and a, lot, of, a lot of beauty, in, you know, and a, a lot of thoughtfulness. And that all comes from your heart. So that's really great. Thank you. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, I'm gonna get going. Do you have anything else to tell us before we, well, you gotta tell us where people can find you. Uh, so you can find me in Twillingate, Newfoundland. Um, I have a blog, uh, rockvandal.com. Um, and then I'm on Instagram as at rock underscore vandal. Yes. And yes. So come find me there. Beautiful piece about you in Maritime Edit Magazine. I really, that's where I first found out about you. I read that. It was lovely. Yeah, that was really nice. That was written um, by an amazing writer uh, who's from Newfoundland, but living in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. um, Jen Verma is her name. And oh, yes, she, I read her book. I she really, her book. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's wonderful. Uh, and she's she's doing a... Uh, I felt so fortunate that she... I read it. I was like, wow, that's so nice. You know, I can't believe yeah, it was really nice. This was a magazine and it was a great piece. Beautiful magazine. 
So keep yeah, it, and really cool what they're doing. Um, yes. You know, really highlighting the air, like the region. I'm, I'm yes. really excited about that. But anyways, yeah. thanks, Dan. It's really nice to talk to you. you. And uh, we'll be in touch again sometime, I'm sure. And this, I'm going to air this podcast very soon. So you'll hear it up there. Take care. Good. Thanks a lot. This is Thank Nina Patrick from hookingrugs.com. I'm talking with Nina Elliott, the rock vandal, and it's at rock vandal on Instagram. See you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.